Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to another dangerous edition of Hot Takes. I'm your Lodgemaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. What's up? And Brother Lucas. Bad, 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 bad. And with us tonight, our returning champion, Brother Motherfucker Justin. Um, nobody told me this was going to be dangerous. It is dangerous. This is dangerous comedy tonight, boys. This is Eric Andre in Bad Trip. And before we get to whatever the fuck this was, what's uh, what's some hot takes about Eric Andre? Where are we at with this guy? What's our history with him? If everyone else is going to be silent, I would like to say the man is a national treasure. Agreed. I I <laughs> did not know the man uh, from from anything, so I was I was just my first uh, glimpse into his mind. Uh oh. I th- I think he's de- I think he's decent. Um. I watched the show a little bit. I thought it was a little derivative of Tim and Eric, but I found some of it funny. I, I'm not. A, I was. I'm not huge. I'm not against, but I'm not wild. Yeah, the high octane insanity is hard to keep up with. Like, I think if you're not on board, that stuff is probably pretty grating. But if you are on board, his show every episode delivers and hits so hard. And if you are the target, it's going to hit you right in the bullseye and it's going to keep hitting you. Yeah, it fl- it floors me every time. Like he'll be talking to a guest and a drone will come out of the air with hot dogs on it and he'll just cut the hot dogs <laughs> with a pair of scissors. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. how, how does someone think of this? And the celebrity guests rarely know what they're in for. Like you, you truly see that they're freaked out. And that is a beautiful thing to see. So I wasn't a big fan of his stand-up special. For some reason, it wasn't the pure, undiluted Eric Andre that his show seemed to be. But I know it has its fans as well. And this movie, I mean, it seems like with kind of the subject matter and the confrontational comedy and the kind of prank-based comedy that he does, it seems like this would be the perfect vehicle for him because... It's another one of those bad grandpa-esque, very thin narrative plot mixed with, quote unquote, real people's reactions to all the crazy shit that's going down. That's what we're dealing with in Bad Trip. (laughs) So if you've seen Bad Grandpa, you know it's Johnny Knoxville in old age makeup, roaming around, causing trouble. That movie had a thin plot. This movie's plot might be like 90% thinner than that one. It doesn't help that, yeah, Eric Andre's like co-star 
I forget his name, but like he doesn't really seem on board with it. He just seems kind of like Lil Ray Howery from Get Out. Thank you. Yeah, no, he's great. But like, it's just kind of like, hey, we're having fun. Isn't it fun? Like we're, ma- we're making money, having fun. And I'm like, this seems more <laughs> fun to make than for me to watch. Like, but yeah. you don't really seem into it. I don't know. It just seemed it seemed uh, like not a movie to me. I mean, I go back a little farther. <laughs> I go back a little farther than Bad Grandpa. I go back to Punked. MTV's punked. Yep. I was a big fan. And what you need, you need great comic improvisers and you need elaborate yep. pranks. You need elaborate pranks yep. that bring in, you know, the, 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 the real people, the quote unquote real people have to be involved in them. They can't just be on the side yeah. laughing. I mean, they can be on the side laughing, but, um, but it's, it's a deeper, more psychological laugh. If, the unsuspecting folks get involved. Like the deeper they get involved, the better it is. Yeah. And I do think for a lot of this movie, you know, the real people are reduced to just being gawkers, you know? And I think that if the movie did have a deeper plot, then Eric Andre's got to follow the love of his life to New York. That's it basically. And they, Mm -hmm. they go on a road trip if there was a deeper plot that they could somehow weave into these pranks and these setups and these situations, maybe it would have felt more like a real movie as Lucas would say, you know, like it would just feel more robust, but it's like, what is this movie going for too? You got to look at what its goal is. Yeah. I mean, and we're comparing it to what exactly, I mean, I think just having a prank based movie with a plot at all, I think is pretty admirable really. I mean, there's not much in that space. I mean, for the longest time, it was only just a series of vignettes and, you know, Bad Grandpa, Borat come along and kind of make a movie out of those. Yeah. Like you're saying, dude, is that something we really crave? (laughs) A deep, (laughs) well thought out plot for a movie like this? I was thrown for a loop because I had zero awareness of it. and, And when I booted it up on my Netflix app, on Apple TV and I saw the title, I thought, oh, this is like the hangover where they're gonna like take drugs at a festival and he's gonna have a bad trip like Gaspar knows climax or something. Sure. <laughs> totally on board for this. And then I'm like, oh, they mean bad road trip. It's like road trip. It's like Euro trip. Like, oh, it's like dumb and dumber. And then I was kind of like, oh man, like I've been down this road many times so what do you have to offer to like make it new and exciting and tiffany haddish driving around in a pink car like at first time it's funny but like the third or fourth time they cut to it you're like that's it like you you guys just kind of settled for that one gag and thought you could just keep using it like every so often oh man lodge master i think the lines are already drawn let's just Let's just land the ship and go to the bones. What are we listen, doing here? Listen, we're not going to the bones just yet. But I do think if you remember those old life cereal commercials where they're like, Mikey likes it, you know, and Mikey's this picky eater who doesn't like anything. When Lucas finally likes a movie, we got to do some sort of big exclamation of like, Lucas likes it. It's got to be like our Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh. Lucas actually likes this movie. The hot, the hothead, cool seal of approval. I don't know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but when it does... We're going to have that seal of approval ready. It's like the John Oliver, we got him button. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
But yes, Tiffany, <sighs> Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish is a force to be reckoned with in, in, in this. I think it's one of the, her best performances ever. She plays Andre's buddy's sister, who they steal her car that says, what does it say, bad bitch on it. It's a pink car, and that's what they use to drive across country. And her part of the plot is that she's she busts out of prison and goes hunting them like T-1000. Yeah. And... I thought she was great in this, but I am biased towards Tiffany. I mean, when is she not biased. great? She makes everything great. She is like she's a force a of nature. Treasure. Yeah, I I think she's amazing. And whenever she was on screen, I was way more, way more engaged and like interested. There's a part where she's just like passionately arguing with like this regular dude where she's like, have you seen my car? And he's like, I haven't seen you. Like he's loose. He's like Michael Douglas and falling down. Like he's at the end of his rope and she's matching him pound for pound. And it's fucking great. Like that's fearless. That's the kind of shit where I'm like. If there was actually a, just a little more of a plot in this and that scene could somehow further a plot or deepen a plot, like that's a new art form, you know? Like I feel like this it, this is not surpassing Borat or Bad Grandpa in any way. It's just swimming in that wake. It's not pushing the prank narrative hybrid forward. But, you know... There's fun to be had. There's an auto detailing skit where he gets his all, all his clothes sucked off by a vacuum cleaner. There's a juice shop skit where he accidentally puts his hand in a blender and blood spraying everywhere. Yeah, that was fantastic. This movie had me when he was late for work during the opening credits and he ran through that house. It was like the 2021 Ferris Bueller homage that I didn't know I wanted set to that handsome boy modeling school track and he's literally just crashing through yeah. houses like busting through the the glass and everything so bishki were you doing your your silly game where you tried not to laugh no no this, i had i had laughs doing? this movie like on paper was like i was excited for it i remember seeing the trailer over a year ago if you remember that because this, yeah. this movie oh, yeah. was supposed to come out in theaters like last april or something and um and then it slowly and then didn't it get leaked. It leaked onto so they got so everyone who you know illegally downloaded it had tons of ratings on IMDb already, and then finally it hit Netflix. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, on paper, like a road trip movie with improvising and you know, kind of a punk thing. Like and Haddish, I was game for. And in every movie now, because there's another trip movie that. Lodge Master and I saw that introduced me to Haddish called Girls Trip at the Baldwin Girls Trip Baldwin Hills Theater, one of the greatest movie going experiences of our lives, and she was phenomenal in that, and she's like the featured actor. But in every movie that she's in now, she's like supporting on the side, and I just want yeah. her all the time. Like I want her like Whoopi Goldberg, you know, just always. Got to get her back into the into the Whoopi position. Yes. There's a scene in a cowboy bar that ends up in a bunch of projectile vomiting. Uh, there, I mean, this movie, salad dragons don't really apply here because every single scene is basically swinging for those fences, wh whether it gets there or not. But there are wackier scenes than this, but the scene that came closest to me to a dragon was this fantasy wedding scene that Andre is imagining he's marrying his beloved Maria and the priest is like, you may now kiss the bride. 
They kiss. And then the priest is like, now kiss me. And he and Eric Andre start making out. And then the priest turns to Maria and they start making out. And then all three of them start going at it. Like hands are going down pants and stuff. I've never seen that, that before. That deserves a crouton. That deserves a crouton. And that's a, that's a, that's a crouton. Salad crouton. I thought the salad dragon for me uh, in my salad bar was the uh, the zoo with like the gorilla and the ejaculate like that that I was like I don't think they're gonna top this gag. He does get raped by a gorilla in a zoo and ejaculated upon. You know you're in good hands in that scene where he goes back into the enclosure because he forgot his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you know you're in good hands. Yeah. This movie might not have salad dragons, but it is covered in ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ranch. It's ranch, all right. And Lucas, there is a trip within the trip. After the gorilla ejaculate, he wants, you know, understandably to take a mint and freshen up a little bit. And they find a bunch of mints in the car's glove box, but they aren't mints. They're drugs. That's hallucinogenic right. drugs. I remember now. And they run they run around for a little bit. It's a great montage. It's like a surreal, yeah. like, yeah, fear and loathing imagery, like where they're they're completely uh, hallucinating hard. And then they wake up on a golf course with both their penises stuck in a Chinese finger trap. And they ask this random <laughs> golfer for help. And he calmly says, you're going to need to just like relax your dicks. <laughs> yeah, I think the like, best, some of the best moments in the whole movie are when strangers are super nice. Yes. Or like ha have real genuine reactions. A lot of nurses stepping in to try to help. Like, I'm a nurse. You're going to need to sit down, sir. You're going to need to calm down. You've just fallen from a great height. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like I liked when they're trying out pickup lines on a waitress at this diner. And, you know, she gives them some good advice. And then she says, you know, I know what I'm talking about. I've had sex with many different genders and genres. And then Howery says, uh, genders and genres. Damn. Like... <laughs> That was a good improv there. There's a lot of that, but it's true. Like on the flip side of that, some scenes it did seem like they didn't get the out that they wanted and they just kind of end or they kind of just like cut away from, you know, like it seems like some of the shit didn't pay off in any conceivable way. So they just they leave it in, but they ditch it. Yeah, that that hurts, man, because you're like, it hurts. I, I never want to make anything like that where you're just at the mercy of strangers like fingers yeah. crossed. Some rando does something funny that we can play off of. But if not, we'll just walk away. <laughs> yeah. And especially this day and age when you got people that just pull out their cell phones to take a photo of what's going mm -hmm. on like when something happens, like you want them to interact. But like people are just kind of bystanders yeah i think that the diner yeah. scene was that that scene for me where they keep going back to it in hopes that it'll escalate but really right. nothing happens yeah it's mainly just people giggling at the insanity around them you know again it's like what are you going for here are you going are you going for a refined movie or can it be rough and wooly around the edges you know like i think most people will be watching this stone to the bone kind of half watching it you know like as a background movie it's fine yeah and i think the expectations are a lot different than something like borat especially borat 2 where 
it people have this idea that it's important because there's some right. political relevance, so they kind of graft that onto it. Like, oh my sure. god, it's hilarious! And also, oh, we totally owned Rudolph Giuliani, man. <laughs> and this movie's just yeah, there's stoner no bullshit in comparison. Yeah. But really, it's they're on the same level in, in a lot of ways. I would argue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They totally own the movie White Chicks in this movie. <laughs> they talk about the movie White Chicks, and they do it twice. And you're like, okay, what are we doing here? What's, what's the other shoe that's going to drop about White Chicks? And at the very end, they attend a fundraiser in the Hamptons dressed like White Chicks from the movie White Chicks. And then Haddish shows up in disguise as a white man, and they just kind of, you know, jack around <laughs> a little bit and fuck with people. And then it's over. <laughs> they dance to DMX. Omniscient editorial note. Rest in peace, DMX. They all dance to DMX and then it's credits with bloopers. And it's telling that the bloopers maybe had more laughs for me than the movie. Like, there was something about watching them create these scenarios to me that was... Very charming. I really liked seeing Haddish breaking character and being and like talking to the real people after they found out they'd been punked. And she's like, you weren't even going to help anybody. You know, like you were just standing there eating, eating your food. And it's one of those circumstances where the bloopers were a really nice surprise yeah. for me. Yeah, I've I've spent the last like 15 years supremely confident that I made the right decision to not watch white chicks. And fi- <laughs> finally, I guess I was wrong. Justin, <laughs> we got to do it. Yeah. We got to do it, man. It's Screen time. We got to bite the bullet. I've never seen it and I've never seen little man. I, I was just going to say, I would be so down to do a Wayne's brothers marathon, like chron- chronological, like ooh, through all ooh. the releases. LT, like, you would like, I, I would do that. Like lodge yeah, anniversary right. one morning. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I could, this is I could a do cry that. for help guys. No, no I could, I could do it. I could do there, it. You you need to live. Buddy. No, I want to be the reason to live. Authority Don't end it. it like this. <laughs> I want to be the expert. You want to be the authority on the Wayne's Brothers oeuvre, and I want I want to run the series. I want a GoPro on your face the entire time. Yes, and I just I want to release that as an art film. That'll be our Shia LaBeouf project where we just we watch Lucas in a theater watching yes. all of the Wayne's movies. For real, on the record, I think the only Wayne's Brothers movie modern times I've seen was the first scary movie. Oh, wow. Maybe scary movie. Yeah, we got two. some catching it's up It's like to one do. of those, but it's that long ago. Lucas, when when we're all vaccinated and we're all ready to go, I'm I'm with you on that, brother. Let's do I'm, it. I'm, I'm with you all the way. Let's do it. Full day. But in the meantime, let's go to them bad trip bones. I can feel it in the bones. All right. Who do we start with here? Okay. I, I have a I have a map map to greatness. Uh, Bishki, <laughs> kick it off. Yeah. Uh, on paper, I was into it. Um, <laughs> you know, big Uh-oh. fan of 2003 punked, which set the bar very high, had some great improvisers on that show and really elaborate pranks. I never knew you were a punked freak. I, I always was a punk freak. Um, is that why you stopped <laughs> watching TV? You're like, well, punked yeah, is the, no, punk was the only, <laughs> I'm done. No, in that era, punked was the only show I watched. My brother had the DVDs oh. for some reason. 
And, um, oh, and I couldn't I, I get know, enough. I know what that's like. In 2003, I only watched the DVD of Family Guy, like volume one or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, sure, that's normal. But having that be one of Bishke's only shows he's ever no, I've, I've seen every I've seen every episode of Punk. Oh, and then wow. Borat sets the bar very high as well. Sure, um, and and both of them have like you know Punk's kind of taking celebrities down a notch, and Borat's usually targeting you know like Giuliani or someone that needs to be taken down a notch, and but then. This movie is like everyday people and you kind of feel bad for them until the credits when they kind of make friends with them. And I think that's why the credits are so nice because they, you know, it relieves the tension. Yeah, but not wild about Eric Andre or little Harrell Howery's improvisation skills. I would like even more actors in it, maybe. I mean, I, you know, Mm. you know, the the wheels start turning about what could have been because I think a road trip. You know, uh, punked movie is kind of an inspired idea, but you know, I laughed. I laughed quite a few times. I mean, it's a lot of gross out humor, but I laughed. Um, <laughs> two bones, two bones, two bones, two bones. All right, that's not too bad. That's not too bad at all. All right, brother Justin, what what doth you bestow? Well, I'm not. Giving any deductions for lack of plot. Do not okay. care at all. Uh, my only qualm really is a couple of the bits didn't work, like we said, and you're at the mercy of randomness, which I I, I feel for these guys. They just didn't get it that day. <laughs> There's just nothing you yeah. can do about it. So that 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 hurts. But, you know, I think my only real criticism is when you've set yourself up to have no boundaries like Eric Andre mm-hmm. has, where he'll just do anything, like absolutely anything. Right. You kind of get the gears turning in the audience's head. Like this, I'm not proud or ashamed of this, but the second he pulled out the Chinese finger cuffs, I'm like, mm-hmm. he's getting his dick stuck in that because <laughs> yeah. that's the most extreme thing you could do with it. So you kind of expect the outrageous and expect the most cringy stuff. And that sets you up Mm -hmm. in a weird space where you can almost never meet expectations under those circumstances. But I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was fucking hilarious for the most part. Like even some of the scripted bits killed me. Like when he was trying to explain how afraid of his sister he is. And he's like, I've seen her fry a fish with her bare hand. Like, that's a great <laughs> joke. Um, yeah. So, man, it just works. Like, it just works. Seeing Tiffany Haddish ask a police officer if she can kiss him is just that's great. bold. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I, I think definitely more good than bad. A good time was had by all. Uh, I'm going three bones. Nice. Three bones for Brother Justin. All right, let's go to the dark side. The of town. dark side. See what's going on with Brother Lucas and his hot take. The rut. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, you guys all touched upon like beautiful, fine points that uh, I don't need to underline. Like especially Brother Justin. Yeah, it's like when you gamble, when you roll the dice on this kind of movie premise. Like you really hope you get like some wild 
spontaneous reactions. And if you don't, well, yeah, I guess it's, it's funny and cringeworthy in its own right, because I watched this under the best of circumstances. I was actually with my BFF, the BFF. having some beers in his, in his backyard, socially distant. So yeah, I was, I was with it and I was watching it and there were parts where I was like, I had to cover my eyes because I'm so empathetic or compassionate. Like I just can't, I hate to see people <laughs> be made a fool of, you know? Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, in general, yeah. Like the jackass and the Borat movies, like I don't really watch cause or punked even, I haven't seen one episode of punk. That's what's so crazy. That's why I'm laughing oh. so hard at Bishkeys because I've never seen punk, but like, I know what <laughs> it is. Like I've seen clips like in it throughout the course of time, but I've never like watched an episode or a season. Um, Punked is Bishki's Sopranos. Yeah, got it. Got I'll it. I'll bar you the DVDs. Um, but after, yeah, <laughs> but after uh, seeing Eric Andre, it's like, yeah, I'd love to see his other stuff for sure. He seems like a really funny guy. But but for this particular vehicle, I don't think there was yet enough plot. Like Tiffany Haddish in the car, like just wasn't enough or something. It didn't tie in with the other stuff. Maybe I'm going to give it one and a half bones. One and a half. Hey. That is so far outside the woof rut. We are making progress. We'll take here. it. We'll take I'll, it. I, I'll take it. <laughs> I don't. Love and light, I don't fam. think we Love can stamp light, this. You. I don't think we can stamp uh, Lucas likes it on this. No, one. not quite. But one point <laughs> five. Um, I think I'm basically threading the the upper needle here because I feel like Eric Andre is such a dynamic and ambitious performer, and he's got such amazing, you know, presence and ideas on his show. I was hoping that this would somehow push the whole hybrid game forward and break it and put it back together in ways that I hadn't seen before. But it is straight down the middle, like it's doing the thing that we've seen before. But that's cool, too. You know, like once I let go of what I wanted it to be and accepted it for what it was, then it was a good time. And I always love seeing Haddish. I'm giving like a full bone to Haddish here because she took like a one note character. And just by looking at her facial expressions, you get scores and scores of backstory just just by her just kind of like glaring at you, you know, like it's amazing what she can do with just even the smallest amount of, you know, material to work with. So for the laughs, for the haddish, I'm going to go 2.5 on this one. And it's a 2.5 of encouragement. I want Eric Andre to blast off into the stratosphere with whatever he does next. And I wholeheartedly recommend his TV show to everybody within the sound of my voice. They're bite-sized, 15-minute chunks of absolute insanity. And I can't recommend it enough. I second that. Definitely stand the Eric Andre show. Stan it, y'all. Stan the man. Stan it. Now, let me ask you this, Lodge Master. Do you think this mm. is a better cinematic outing for an adult swim show than Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie? Oh, see, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie is almost it's still ahead of its time. We still haven't evolved to that <laughs> point in comedy yet. So I feel like we can't even bring that into, into the discussion 
for another five years. You know like, what? That's how I feel about the billion dollar movie. An indicator is going to be when the world finally appreciates the humor of Chris Elliott. Then we'll right. know we yes. have five more years. Yep. Yes. <laughs> it's five years after the Elliott Appreciation Summit. Yeah. Well, that's that's a bad trip, y'all. Brother Lucas, we are very uh, encouraged by this 1.5 bone. And uh, we look we look forward to further injections of love and light. As we get further injections of the vaccination. Yes, exactly. Oh, I, I can almost taste that AMC, boys. We're mm. going to be back in there in no time. It's going to be such a deep, tight group hug when we finally are able to again. It's going to be like the wedding scene in this movie. <laughs> exactly. We're just going to be making out in front of the AMC Burbank 16. <laughs> and we'll look That's over. That's going to be beautiful. And a bunch of other aging uh, hipster nerds are going to be doing the same thing. They're, just, they're all doing the exact same thing. and kissing in celebration <laughs> of it. cinema in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I cannot wait it's I on the horizon it's I'm on gonna the horizon. be I'm gonna be crying hysterically like Robert De Niro and Goodfellas when Joe Pesci got killed but in a good way you know in like a positive way yes <laughs> <laughs> oh I can taste your tears some movie nerd will come by and get the reference they'll just yep, know he'll that's it. exactly like, what you're it. doing it's like Scorsese nice <laughs> Goodfellas fuck yeah bro <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Brother Justin. It's a pleasure as always. Sure thing. Thank you, Jesse, for that hot take theme song. Thanks so again, good. Jesse. Oh, my God. Hot take theme song burning up the charts. Love and light, y'all. Love and light, fam. Love and light. See you soon. It's time to hear from callers on the LodgeCast hotline. If you got a quick movie review or a question or comment about the LodgeCast, leave us a voicemail at one 565 1466. You can also email us a question at movielodgecast at gmail.com and we'll try to answer it on the air. And don't forget to hit us up on Instagram at Matt's Movie Lodgecast. Now let's go to the hotline. Hello, Lodgecast. This is Sister Emma calling from the great city of Minneapolis. Calling about bad trips. <sighs> really something that movie i watched it on the recommendation of a friend and you know what i'm gonna give it a solid two bones uh i laughed out loud a few times it is utterly ridiculous and something i've never seen before never seen anything like it so yeah i don't know if it's quarantine and and a year inside just getting to me but um didn't mind it so uh, love and light. We'll talk soon. Hi, this is Jeff. This is Sarah. We're longtime listeners, first time callers, big fans of the podcast. Woohoo! Based in San Francisco. And we are calling in for Eric Andre's Bad Trip. Really, really like this movie. I really loved how Eric kind of made himself the joke, the brunt of the joke, rather than just making fun of the people, which I feel like is common uh, in these types of movies. Honestly, made me laugh a lot. It was really getting to me, especially during quarantine. Probably the hardest I've laughed at a movie in a long time. <laughs> uh, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and give this three out of four bones. What are you, Sarah? I'm definitely going to give it three out of four bones. Um, with how crazy this past year has been and how 
I don't know, just everything in the world. It gave me a little bit more uh, hope in humanity, given how nice people were in that movie. People were so nice. They just wanted to help out. Yeah, they were so nice. <laughs> for how crude he is, they, I, I found some love and light in the movie. Yeah. I liked it a lot. For sure. Anyways, keep on doing what you guys are doing. We'll take chance. Bye. I laughed. I laughed.